Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It's your guy, Larry, and you're just tuning to Black Nerds Biblecast. Hey, guys, so um, this is a little bit of a um, different, well, kind of a different podcast, I guess, today. Um, we are reading a portion of the scriptures of Jesus Christ and the things, uh, miracles that he performed and casting out demons in this one. Um, we're going to be coming to you from the book of Mark and and that's going to be in the um, book of Mark chapter uh, I want to say chapter one um, and um, it kind of goes goes pretty quick it doesn't go as in detailed so um, we start off in chapter one verse nine I think it is and um, after we go through nine we kind of read through um, sort of speak kind of jumping a little bit everywhere in chapter one but all in all, wanted to kind of get us back on track here just a little bit, um, kind of getting to the point of, of um, understanding what the things that Jesus had encountered um, before before the real stuff began to happen as he uh, took his journey to the cross. Remember, the Jesus's um, mission or actually, should I say, God, the father's mission was for Christ to become our sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb of God. And that was the real reason why he came. The reason why his 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 visitation was what it was was to be was for him to be born to die. Like I heard a preacher say one day, he was born to die. And how many know that uh, that you know your salvation, my salvation, was based on God, His God's love for us, that He sent His Son to be born to die, and um, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, we haven't gotten to the part where He He um, He's um, entering into the cross and stuff, but remember. Um, we're, we're slowly coming up to that And uh, I want you to kind of tune into each episode that I put in Or that I put up, okay So we're getting closer and closer And uh, I feel like that the resurrection The crucifixion and the resurrection Is such a powerful message when it comes to the to our salvation Okay, it's, it's so important With that also in the, the second half of this um, is in prayer, prayer for our world, our nation, our leaders, our, our volunteers, uh, people that are committed. But I ultimately appeal to the body of Christ, to the church, that this is an opportunity for us to be together, united at one cause and no more than 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 uh, such a time as this. All right. There's a lot of times, a lot of situations that happen in our world that are 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 times that we can gather together and do what we need to do. And this has been one of those times. Let us not forsake um, gathering together. Remember, he says that when two or three are gathering in my name, that he is in the midst. And doesn't always have to mean that uh, we, we have to be socially connected. We can be socially, uh, uh, what do you call it, social um, social distancing But you can do this by phone You can call, talk to one another uh, Through FaceTime or whatever Whatever you gotta do Listen the power of prayer is powerful and we we're going to exercise that today we're going to get together and i want you to get together with me in, in prayer in agreement with prayer it's got the prayer is the way that we can encounter the spirit of god and and we and we communicate with god so that god can can really just 
do what he does on our behalf. Now, listen, I know God can do all things and there's nothing that's too hard for him. But God wants us to exercise prayer. Do you know that even in times like this, God still wants you to pray. God still wants you to petition him. And so this is the one of the times that we are to petition the Lord right now. More than ever before, let us put our differences aside. Let, our, let us put our backgrounds, our religion, our 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 de, the dom, denominations, or anything. Let those things die down and drop to the side, so that we can come get together, united, and pray to the God that we believe in, that we preach about, that we walk, that we talk to, that we read about in the Bible. Come on, guys! More than ever before, my heart is burdened for us to gather together all across wherever you are listening to this podcast whether it's here at home in Sacramento, California or in another country as far as um, Africa as far as Europe even in Russia or however way that you're able to get this podcast Lord right I mean I right now I feel it is the time for us to come together and be on one accord and pray for our, our world today. Pray for our world today. And not only just today, but throughout the weeks and the months, every leader needs to be in prayer, needs to prayer. They need prayer. Every hospital worker needs prayer. Every child, every adult, Old and young needs prayer and prayer for healing from this disease or this virus and pray for a repentance and turning back to the Lord. Right now, we're living in the last days. And I also believe that God will allow and has allowed this to happen in order for us to turn our hearts to him. Am I saying he caused it? No. Man, the sin, the sin of man has 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 also contributed to this. If you want to really get down to it, the sin of man, because sin has entered into the world and it and the results of sin is all the things we see. HIV, AIDS, whether it's sickness and disease of uh, of um, the coronavirus to diabetes to all different types of, 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 of disabilities that encounter all kind of things. These are all as a result of an imperfect world that we live in, whether it was created or not. This is a result of an imperfect world that we live in. So listen, help us pray for us, pray with us, pray for us, pray for others. Okay. Take this time to pray. I think this is a really great time for us to get together and pray. All right. All right. Well, since I did that long intro, <laughs> sit back and relax and enjoy this this next episode of Black Nurse Biblecast.
Hey, so we're going to get right into uh, kind of where we left off a little bit. Um, I know we, we've talked about um, Jesus Comes the Storm, which was in Matthew. I want to get back into Mark and um, the book of Mark. But this time I want to go to Mark chapter one. It's going to kind of give us a brief overview of what we already read, I believe, back in Matthew. Um, this one is old. I think it was Matthew. Um I can't remember Matthew something Matthew chapter five. I think it was, but anyways, um, the baptism and temptation of Jesus. So one day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and John, John baptized him in Jordan river. Verse 10, it says, as Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, you are dear, you are my dearly beloved son or dearly loved son, and you bring me great joy. The spirit then compelled Jesus to go into the wilderness where he was tempted by Satan for 40 days. He was out among the wild animals and angels took care of him. Verse 14, later on. Uh, after John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee where he preached God's good news. Verse 15 says, the time promised by God has come at last. He has announced the kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. Okay, so um, I want to start right here and mention this. Okay, so the kingdom of God is near um, in some versions. I want to say, okay, so I'm reading this out of the New Living Translation. Let's read this out of the New King James. And um, and and the New King James is saying in verse 15 of chapter one, it says the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Now, I want to kind of stop right here and, and mention this right now because I feel that this is a really good opportune time as well. Now, you notice here, he says here, he says the time is fulfilled, okay? The time is fulfilled. That that simply means that because he's here, because he was here in the flesh, that now the time of his coming and everything that has been uh, predicted and prophesied about him uh, on the way uh, or being here in his existence, the Messiah, the coming Messiah is fulfilled. Okay. That means the time is now. And he said, the kingdom of God is at hand. Okay. Now he says this and follows it up by repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel is the good news. Okay. Now the message of this or the, the, the main message of this or the topic of this has not changed even in, in the year 2020. Okay, um, that means that right now the kingdom of God is at hand, and and then the the action that we are to 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 really pay attention to is repent and believe in the gospel. Repent means to turn. That means to turn, change directions from the life that you used to live to the life that is now according to God and what what God wants for us. Okay, it says believe the gospel. Okay, so that believe believe or have faith in the good news. Have faith in in what is what is being announced, okay, or being proclaimed. Preaching is the, the proclamation of this gospel of the good news, okay. So at this point, you know, Jesus is saying now it begins. It is happening now. It is to be uh, recognized as now, okay. So the basically the the 
the gunshot has has <laughs> came out right in other words it's starting right now and so um this is something to be to to really take heart <clears throat> because even now we're still living in a time where the gospel is being preached it's important it's important very important for those of you that are believers to, to understand what an opportune time this is even now even with the current uh, crisis that the world is going through right now <clears throat> the gospel excuse me the gospel that is to be preached throughout the entire globe, throughout the entire world, whether it's through a simple podcast like mine, whether it's through radio, television, whether it's through Internet, whether it's through um, a Bible app like we have here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. There is many. There is many, many directions right now in which the gospel is being used and many platforms that the gospel is being used right now. Um, we are living in the last days. Okay. We're living what they consider the last days is the last moments of time in which the gospel has a chance to penetrate the people that to believe there's going to come a time where that time is going to stop. It's going to end. There's no, it's not going to be any more, not going to be any longer. Okay. So. We're going to have to understand that for ourselves and for our lives, that there is a certain time that as that's going to end. There won't be be no more. OK, so uh, I just kind of wanted to, to stop right there and take a pause right there and mention that. OK, let's continue on. So four fishermen called uh, called as disciples. OK, as he walked. Um, by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea for there for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fisher become fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. OK, when when he had gone a little farther from there, he saw James the son of Zebedee and John, his brother, who also were in the boat, mending their, their nets. And immediately he called them and they left their net, their father Zebedee in a boat with the hired servants and went after him. The first one of the first miracles here is Jesus cast out an unclean spirit. <clears throat> okay. Then they went to Capernaum and immediately, he says, on the Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having having authority and not as the scribes. Now, there was a man in the synagogue, in their synagogue with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come not come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, be quiet and come out of him. And when the when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and he and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed so that they questioned among themselves, saying, what is this? What new doctrine is this for the authority he commands, even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And immediately his fame spread throughout all of the region of Galilee. 
Okay. Now I want to kind of stop right here. Okay. Now Mark, Mark, when you read the book of Mark, it moves kind of quick. It moves kind of quick because it only, it only details, uh, some of the most, most, um, uh, I guess, uh, you know, major details in Jesus's life as he, as he is, um, progressing. Now remember this on his way to the cross, on his way to, to what God has called him to do or, or the mission, basically, um, he begins to, he begins to, to encounter people and, and preach and, and, you know, miracles are done. And the reason why these miracles are done, not only does it show the authority in which Jesus had, but it also shows that, like it says, the kingdom of God is at hand and the kingdom of God is followed up with miracles. The kingdom of God is followed up with all these things. Remember this. Jesus or God himself doesn't really necessarily care um, or, or or puts priority, I should say, not care, but he doesn't put such priority on your life, even though your life is here on earth. He puts my prior, more priority on your soul, otherwise where you're going to spend eternity. And so right here, the miracles are done because of the fact that it's showing people that he has such authority, but also he comes from God and only God can do these things. And this is a point of, of kind of giving a persuasion, so to speak, to show people to believe in who he is and who God is. Remember, no power comes to Jesus except for it comes from God himself. Okay, so we that's one thing we have to realize and we have to understand that the reason for these miracles not was not for Jesus to show off or for Jesus to just you know be just doing things just to just to kind of impress people. No, that wasn't it at all. That was for people to understand and know the authority that he walks in. So you notice here, though, when he encounters a, a man with an unclean spirit, OK, basically a demon. OK, he had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice. He carried he came at him, came out of him, it says. So so let me let me go further back again. And it says here, it says that when he was in the synagogue, he now they were in and there. Now there was a man in their synagogue. Can you believe this? <laughs> I, I want you to understand this very, very well. OK, you know, verse 23. Now there is a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit. Now. Now, if you didn't pick this up, I'm going to make sure you, I'm going to talk about this. The synagogue was a church at the time. The synagogue was where they were teaching the Bible. OK, and there in their midst was a man with an unclean spirit. An unclean spirit was a demonic spirit. OK, they call it an unclean spirit. Can you imagine being in church and a demon was in the demon or a demonic spirit in the midst of people in the church? I'm going to let that sit right there for you to understand that. Remember this. Okay. There's times where just because you're in church doesn't mean that there's, there's not things that will happen. Remember the word of God is powerful and it's preached. Okay. Now understand this. Remember this. Jesus um, was, had, he said he entered the synagogue and taught. Okay, and and they were astonished at this at his teaching, for he taught them with having authority and not as the scribes. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. Now here's here's what he says, verse twenty four. Let us alone. 
You hear that? Plural. That means more than one. Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to the to destroy us. Now, again, us being plural. Now, the reason why I want to mention this because this man that had these uh, that has this unclean spirit is multiple spirits within this man, and he reveals itself. He 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 outbursts. It's a sudden outburst in the midst of this, right? So then, he, what does he tell him? He says, "I know who you are." He says, first of all, did you come to destroy us?" What an interesting question that this unclean spirit had or this demonic man had. Right. He says, did you come to destroy us? Now, remember this. You know, they understand that not only did Jesus have the authority, he had the authority from on high from God. So anything that that he said or can be done, it will be done to them. Okay, this is I know who you are. He says you're the holy one of God. See, so he already knew who Jesus was before other people did. Okay, he already knew. He knew his identity. Listen, he says, you're the Holy One of God, capital H and capital O for one. Then he says, but Jesus rebuked him saying, be quiet and come out of him. Now, here's the thing. I, you know, sometimes I, when I first read this, I didn't understand why he wanted him to be quiet. Uh, was he trying to hide his identity? That was the first thing. But the second thing was the fact that I think he was making just plainly too much noise and he told him to shut up. Okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes we don't want to believe that Jesus wouldn't have said that, but I believe he, in this case, he did. Okay, and he says, come out of him. Now, he says these two words or these two phrases or commands with such authority and and, and, and in such directive that he was very stern. He 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 did not play around with this demonic spirit. He commanded. He talked to it and he told it. Number one, you shut up. And number two, come out of him. Okay, come out of him. See, Jesus did this. And then when the unclean spirit had convulsed him, basically shook him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed. So they questioned so that they questioned among themselves. What is this? What new doctrine is this? They want to know what new teaching is this. They want to know how does this have to do with what it, what is being taught today. Obviously, they never seen they never seen a man do this. They never seen a man perform miracles. Remember, the Pharisees and the scribes they just taught fair. They just they just taught the the, the Mosaic law. They just taught what was going on in the law of Moses. They didn't teach anything about uh, claiming claiming a, a, a unclean spirit or how to. How did it cast out a spirit? Right? They didn't they didn't teach that. Okay? So here it is now. You got Jesus of Nazareth talking about the kingdom of God, talking about the good news, talking about the gospel, talking about the kingdom of God is at hand. You know, of course there was repentance, but you know what? To be honest with you, I'm not even sure if the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes of religious law did they even teach repentance? 
You know, I'm not sure if they did, but I, all I do know is in the New Testament here, he's talking about repentance, talking about, you, you know, turning from your sins. That means this is no time to, to half step. This is no time to straddle the fence, whether you, you want to live for the, yourself and the world, or do you want to live for God? Okay. So there is, there is no half stepping in this. Now I'm going to read this little last bit here. And, and and then after that we're going to um okay so we're gonna read we're gonna read a little bit further i kind of was looking ahead right now and uh i want to kind of continue on so uh verse 29 of chapter mark chapter one and this is going pretty fast like i told you peter peter's mother-in-law healed healed okay so now as soon as they had come out of the synagogue now after that situation they entered the house of simon and andrew and with james and john both Simon's wife's uh, Simon's wife's mother lay sick with a fever. Okay, and they told him about her at once. So he came out. He came and took her by the hand, lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she served him, served them. Excuse me, served them. Okay, I'm gonna continue on. I'm continue. I want to say something, but I'm gonna continue on. Okay, now here we go. Let's go to um, verse 35 in Mark chapter one. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out to the, to went out and departed to a solitary solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said, "Everyone is looking for you." And he said to them, he says, let us go into the next town and that I may be that I may preach there also because for this purpose, I have come forth. He was preaching in, the, in their synagogue throughout all, all of Galilee and casting out demons. OK, verse 40. Now a leper came, a leper. OK, to came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, saying to him, if you are willing you can make me clean. Verse 41. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched and touched him and said to him, I am willing to be cleansed. I am willing to be cleansed. He said. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. He strictly warned him and sent him away at once and said to him see that no one that nothing anyone i mean i'm sorry see that you say nothing to anyone but go your way show yourself to the priest and offer for yourself uh your cleansing that those things which moses commanded as a testimony to them however he went out and began to proclaim it freely and and to spread the matter uh, so that Jesus could no longer openly uh, enter the city. Okay. But was outside in departed places and they came to him from every direction. So this is one of the reasons why he asked them, I guess he asked people to be quiet once, um, once they were healed. And I, and that was another thing that I kind of looked at before. I'm like, why would he tell them to be quiet? Well, part of it is he was able to enter into the city, but after this, you know, he begins to he begins to go outside of the city and the people came to him. 
Okay, it's very important to understand the method of Jesus and why he did what he did. It was so important that he preached the, the message of the gospel kingdom of God. But the but the miracles and the miraculous signs and wonders that was going on, that was for people to understand that he had such authority and such power. But this wasn't the thing for us to just believe in the miracles that he done, because well, guess what? He's not here and the miracles. There are miracles still happening. OK, so. Understand that. Understand that very well. Okay. Um, Jesus himself came here for the purpose of, of initiating the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, initiating the kingdom of God. Okay. Talking about the good news, about the savior, about, about being repenting and turning from your ways and your sins. It was, it's so important for God to, um, to continue to change us into the men and women he wants us to become. Not just accept the, the sacrifice on the cross, but to, but to make that the, the point to where it will begin to help us to change into better men and women while we're living in the last days, while we're headed, okay, headed to the direction of where we had eternal life. Okay. So I want you guys to remember that. I want you guys to remember that this is not just about say uh preaching and healing even though healing is is a good part of ministry and it's a good part to to get people to to take notice but remember okay there's much more there's much more than just the 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 demon being cast out and things like that that's all well and good and i'm saying that's not important but more important is that you are saved and you're filled with the holy spirit that you're sanctified that you that you're changing on a daily that you're reading you're praying okay so all those things are all those other things are good but this is so much more important i want to go back here and it says here it says um many healed after the sabbath on set at sunset he says at that at evening when the sun has set it says they brought him to all who were sick and those who were demon possessed at this moment there was tons of people coming to him tons of people that were sick tons of people that were demon possessed and the whole city was gathered together at the door see that the whole city i mean they were they were coming in everywhere okay and the whole city gathered together at the door then he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out demons and he did not allow the demons to speak because they were they all knew him <laughs> remember this you have jesus in your life the demons know you they know they know jesus basically they know the jesus in you i don't mean to scare anybody when i said that but the demons they know jesus and if jesus is in you yes so remember the Holy Spirit lives in you, lives within you. And yes, there are times where there are people that are going to be just for no apparent reason. They just going to be like, I, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't want you, I don't want to hear about God or something. They may say that you never know because you're walking in the authority of God himself. Amen. So, um, Peter, Peter's mother-in-law he was healed. Okay. They went into, they came out of the synagogue after dealing with one demon possessed person. Now they turn around and now they're dealing with, um, 
Simon's, uh, Peter's, basically Peter's wife's mother lay sick with a fever and they told him, they told him about her. In other words, remember this, don't take, it's, it's really, it's really good to hear how that at that time people was like, they know Jesus and they said that they know that Jesus was the Messiah, that he also would, would, would basically heal people. This is how we ought to be. We ought to be able to talk to other people about Jesus Christ, just like how these people have said, hey, I, I know a man that can heal you. Well, right now we have to understand that the message of the gospel is I know a man that will give you eternal life. Okay, let us understand that we need to understand that full well, because, again, our eternal life is in destiny. This is our destiny. This is what 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 God wants us to focus on. Amen. So hold on just a second. And uh, matter of fact, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. So hopefully you guys are holding on in there. So, um, listen, um, there's been a lot going on when it comes to, you know, the, the situation at hand in our world today. Um, I know I did a one, uh, reading about Jesus Christ on the boat, um, while he was on the boat, there was a storm that came out of nowhere and caught everybody by surprise. Um, one thing I will say is this, um, in the midst of this crisis that we have going on right now, I think that what's most important is that the, that there's a lot of, there's several opportunities. One, there's opportunities for leaders in our country to lead, um, to step up and lead. There is an opportunity for uh, volunteers to volunteer their services, um, their skills, their talents, their abilities. Um, there is a time for neighbors to be neighborly, to lend a hand, to lend um, to those that are less fortunate. Um, there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities for companies to um, to to treat their employees better. Um, there are opportunities for uh, even companies to um, to be involved in this 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 um, mission to help the greater good. OK, um, there are times like this that people do step up um, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. That's what I like to call that. But. Also, one of the burdens that I have in my heart is to pray for not just for the leaders and the volunteers and also even the workers of this time, but also the church. So in recent in the recent few weeks, um, uh, while we've been going through this here in the United States, you know, I would say this. Let me just say this because this has come to me right now. Um it was it was one thing to see another country go through a, a situation and a problem to see that from a distance to see masses of amount mass mass amounts of people uh population 
that has been going through a devastating um, virus that were killing um, thousands upon thousands of individuals of that population of that country. And we're talking about China. Um, we're talking about a coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, um, that has has literally not si- just sickened people, but has devastated and killed people. Um, no matter how we think that, or how we figure it has come to being, it is here. Um, and it's one thing that I can say, like I said, it's, it's one thing to, to see it on television, to watch it on the news, to, to watch people from another country go through a pandemic such as that. But when it come to, to come to your door, when it comes to your home, when it comes to your country, when it comes to your state, your city, your community, to your neighborhood. And now it's here. And we went through or and still at some point going through panic, concern, worry. Now it used to be a joke, um, but now it's for real. Um, I've seen uh, there's tons of videos and people posting videos on the Internet now. And those that have really uh, seriously um, are going through uh, the real situation of having to um, pronounce people dead. Um, this is this is a serious thing. I, I at some points I remember I telling myself that man, it just seems like a movie. It doesn't seem real, but it is. Um, I want to take this time in this Bible cast in this moment, even now, and I know that everybody has something to say about it. I've seen people from you know world leaders to famous people, actors and singers and just famous people, athletes, everybody's take everybody's taking a stand. Everybody's has something to say. And even preachers. And I guess I might as well say that I feel like at this point that it is our duty as Christians, as even a person that has listened to this podcast episode right now and you know depending on when you listen to this maybe this might be an episode that you can you can listen to and think back about a time when we as a world as a nation were going through such a horrific time and this will be somewhat as a recording um as of now but I'm here to say that it is so important at this moment now to take the opportunity and to pray. Take the opportunity and allow God and God and, and God in the midst of this. He he's seen this. He knows the problem. He's he's he it wasn't a surprise to him. Know that God is still in control. He's still in charge, still on the throne. He's not he's not ever off duty he's always on duty and i just feel like there's all with all the opportunities like i said this is an opportunity for the church to rise up this is a church this is an opportunity for those that have the 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 burden to pray is to pray and so this is kind of the time that i want to take time right now i want to take time 
to to lift up this nation in prayer in more ways than one in more ways than one. Okay, I want to lift this nation up in prayer from the leadership all the way down from the governments to the state level, to the district level, to the community level, all the way to each one of us that can actually make a difference. I think that God, um, you know, we, we always say that God either is doing something or he is casting judgment or he's punishing. And that's not necessarily so. You know, the world itself, yes, needs to be healed, but the world needs to turn to God. And there's many other messages that we can take this and, and, and pin it on. Oh, well, the world needs to change and repent. And that might be true. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to use that as a way that 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 actually isn't. But we all do. We all need to do better and can do better. And um, like I said before, I think this is a time right now that we're living in that is making us more aware than ever before to give our hearts and our lives to you, to Christ. To forgive us to cleanse us from the inside out we spend a lot of time now ever more than ever before to making sure we're clean making sure we are disinfected we are sanitized but remember this though we do the outside and keeping ourselves clean from a, a deadly virus such as the coronavirus just remember our hearts also need to be clean. Our hearts need to be clean. That means that we need to be washed and clean with the blood of Jesus Christ. And I know that right now, I know this not the, just the time to talk about salvation, but what better time is it to talk about salvation? There are people, whether you're the one that's listening to this, you may know someone that might be at the point of death. And it's a time for us to say, hey, you know what? Did you get your life right with the Lord? Have you considered your eternal destiny? Have you considered um, um, after this, where are you going to go from here? Do you believe in afterlife? Do you believe in eternal life? So I'm here to just, I guess, be another voice that you might hear. Uh, another voice that you hear, whether it be on the radio or on YouTube or Instagram or wherever. I'm just another voice. So let's take this time right now to say a quick prayer. If you're in agreement with me, um, why don't you bow your head and close your eyes like I'm doing right now at this moment. And let's sincerely pray for our world. Let's sincerely pray for the people that are here in our world. Dear God, first of all, let us tell you that we love you. We adore you. You are awesome. You are the God of not only our world, but our universe and everything else that you have created. The God of all creation. You are the same yesterday, today and forever. You are the beginning and the end, and there has been nothing, 
not a, not a, an event, not a situation or circumstance that you do not know or have not been aware that will happen. And with that being said, I know that from that day forth, you've always been in control. There's nothing out of your reach. There's nothing that has ever been done or said or anything that you do not see. And for that, I understand how strong and how powerful you really are. Lord, we all come off with some kind of uh, some kind of resolution to figure out why things are happening, why people are dying, why a, a virus of this epi, uh, epic proportions is happening. But Lord, at this time, I pray right now for every single one of us on the face of the earth. Lord, there are some that are not calling out to you, but there are lots more that are. And Lord, I pray along with them, Lord God, that you would heal our land, heal our, heal us, Lord God. Father, I pray that, that those that are crying out to you, that they crying out with sincere hearts and repentance. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would hear our cries, that you would hear our are just our petitions, God. God, this this virus is powerful. We've never in this time have not encountered anything like this. Though we have encountered viruses and, and things like this before, but nothing on this level yet as of yet. And God, all that all I know is I know that we can get through this, but we can't get through this without you. We need your power. We need your healing. We need your spirit. We need it right now. And Father, I know the world has come up with all kinds of solutions and strategies and things that they can do and things they cannot do. Lord, at not one time am I ever saying that I feel that they should not do the things they do. But Lord, I pray for every leader of governments, of of uh, parliaments, of whatever government uh, uh, body that they are over, from the Queen and King of England to the the Prime Minister of Europe to the uh, the leaders in in India, um, in places in Mexico, in in Australia, in in Canada, in Europe, in. Even in places in other countries, Russia, in um, Japan, in China, cities like Tokyo, places in Africa, in Libya, Zimbabwe. God, I pray for every single area. Cuba, Lord. Even islands like the Virgin Islands, like the places in Barbados, Lord, in Hawaii. God, any area in the world right now, your people are crying out and praying, Lord, help us. Please, Lord, help us. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. We don't know if there will be a tomorrow. But at this moment, Lord, at this time, Lord, help us. Help us either get through the darkness as we come out to the other side. 
Bring us to a place of healing and reconciliation. Bring us to a place of salvation. Lord, you said that in your word, that if we repent and turn from our sins and turn from our wicked ways, that you would hear from heaven and heal our land. God, I know that there's no physical healing without a spiritual healing. I pray for a revival. I pray that this is given an opportunity for people to turn their hearts and their minds to, to you. Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Please touch and have mercy. Have mercy on those that are working on a front line. Those that are in the medical field, those that are volunteering uh, essential workers, those that are care workers, those that are are people that are caring for their elderly, whether they're in the convalescent hospitals or the major hospitals or the makeshift hospitals, God. Father, I pray right now that you would put your angels around them, Lord God. Keep them safe from all harm and danger, Lord God. Keep them, please, from getting sick. Uh, Lord, I pray right now that the scientists or the doctors would create and, and hurry to make a virus, I mean, a virus killer. We know that you can do it in a, with a snap of your fingers, that this will be all over. We recognize and I recognize the power that you have. And Lord, at any point, this could be ended. But Father, I know that there must be a reason why we're allowed to continue to go through this. There's something that we must learn from this, God. And Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus to just continue to walk with us, continue to put your power, your anointing behind those that are praying. Father, hear their cries, hear their petitions, hear their, 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 their prayers, the prayers of those of the righteousness. It said the prayers of the righteousness avail as much. And I pray right now that you would hear every single prayer that is coming up towards you right now. God, I pray for the church to be empowered, to stand up, to do what it is that they have, that you have called to do. Oh, Lord God, help me to be focused on you. Help me to give my heart and my life fully to you to, for that you be able to give me the words to say to your people. Father, I thank you right now. And Father, help us to, though we have to be separated, but help us to be unified with one voice, unified together, whether we're, whether we're ethnicities of different colors, black, brown, Hispanic, basically, Indian or white, it doesn't matter. Help us to be on one accord. Help us to to be on one accord, unified. You even said in one part of your in one part of the word that there that if there is nothing that they can't do if they are united together. So, Father God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus to heal every person that's affected by this coronavirus. And Father, I also pray for those that that may be in the way of it. 
Father, put a hedge of protection around them and keep them from getting it. Pray for the, the children, Lord God, the little children, whether they're in elementary to the teenagers in high school. Keep them protected, Lord God. Father, I pray that there, there will be no more sickness and no more uh, individuals that are carrying the virus. Because, Lord, there's so much we got to be careful of with this one. This one here, you can carry it, Lord. And, Father, I pray right now that it doesn't even get on there. Father, keep us wise and keep us wise in heart and make sure that we're making wise decisions, not based on emotion, not based on fear, but based on wisdom, God. God, you said that if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of it and he will give it. But let us know that we're asking what the motives are, why we're asking. God, I know there's so much more to say. But Father, I ask that you give your, your people a spirit of prayer to pray, to intercede for this nation, to intercede for the for the 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 president and his staff and his administration and the Congress, Republicans and Democrat. It doesn't matter. Pray for each and every one of them. And this is not a political fight at this point now, Lord. It is it is a real it is a real concern, a real awareness, a, a real awakening that needs to happen in America right now. That needs to happen in America right now. We need to wake up. We need to consider a life with you. A consider a walk with you while on earth. Consider the anointing that can be that can be that can use to break the yokes of bondage of sin. Father God, I praise you and I thank you. I thank you for every single thing you're, you're going to do. May you be glorified in everything you do in Jesus' name. Lord, I praise you and I thank you. And as you see fit, continue to turn things around by your power and your spirit. But may the prayers of the righteous turn, help turn this thing around. And it's only by your answer, your answer to us, that we know that we're doing everything that we can. Father, I thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God, amen. So, I hope that this was something that uh, you prayed along with me. I hope that what we can do together is there's power in prayer. There's power in intercession. There's power in unification. And I pray that this is not the only time that during this time, a need that we need to come together and unified with one voice and pray that God will move and have mercy on our land and our people and pray that that people will turn from their ways and use us and may we be used to spread an awareness of you, of, of the Lord in our lives, right? So, again, I appreciate you guys listening. This is, hasn't been, this has been a kind of a crazy, crazy week. And I just pray that 
again next time as the days go by that things will get a lot better. And I pray that the Lord will just continue to just pour out his blessings and his mercy upon our land. Anyways, you guys have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Please stay safe. Just because we rely on God doesn't mean that we're not to be safe and not to use protection and precautions of what we need to do. Whether it's wearing a mask or wearing a face uh, face shield or wear a mask, I should say, or gloves, making sure you stay clean, washing your hands, not touching your face. Making sure that you don't have to, if you don't have to go out anywhere, relax at home, read your Bible, study the word, listen to some music, some praise music, or watch a movie. In the meantime, love on your family. Anything that you need to share, anything that's on your heart, that this, let, don't let a day go by that you're not reaching out to your family to your loved ones, wherever they may be. Take this time to tell them and tell them how much you love them and appreciate them or how much you even miss them. And how, and, and if you need to apologize and make things right, let this time be that time because you never know God, you know, they, they say tomorrow's not promised and with everything we got to make sure that we we really stand firm and we really make the use of everything we have. Every day is mo- every day is precious and every moment is precious. So please don't 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 uh don't don't look at this as a, as a time that we can't love one another. All right enough of that (laughs) anyways you have a wonderful day and again please stay safe and god willing i'll see you in the next time for for black nurse bible cast